this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. It's a lady's last words. It's a young boy's desire to fulfill them. It's a really good episode. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we are going through every episode of 80s horror anthology series, Tales from the Dark Side. My name is Jen Hansen. With me, as always, are my two best Matts, Matt Noss and Matt Rose. Hey, hello. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? What an app. What an app. Guys, I'm going to say it right now. Uh, This is a must-watch app. So if you have not seen the episode, The Cuddy Black Sow, please uh, stop this recording that you have recorded on a on a reel to reel to reel from the your podcast player, uh, go watch the Cuddy Black Sow app. It's available on. So so let's pause it. Yep. This is that person's life. Yeah. Play it on their podcast player. Uh-huh. Have a microphone next to it. Yeah. Record, record it on, it on a reel to reel. Reel Get it transferred to a CD. Put that in your car. Mm-hmm. Drive car off cliff. <laughs> that's a lot of cars we're <laughs> almost through the fourth season <laughs> so many cars yeah yeah uh, leave car well prop prop two Break, by four yes on gas pedal. on gas pedal G- roll out of car get belt on on gear shift vroom 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 Lo- yeah Lo- build locking mechanism for steering wheel put into drive Watch the magic. I would think by season four, all you have to do is just nudge it over the cliff because that cliff is going to be so full of cars. <laughs> Whatever that that valley is where you've been launching almost eighty cars now. You're gonna. You're. It's definitely going to hit one of the cars, and yeah. we're hoping for a carvalanche. <laughs> I've always wanted a carvalanche. That has all of our voices. Which, by the way, when you go to Carvel and get a Carvalanche, oh, mm. it's seven Fudgy the Whales. <laughs> <laughs> I want the death by chocolate. No, really. No, really. Yeah. Fudgy the Whale. Fudgy, fudgy the, the Whale. whale. Fudgy, fudgy the, the whale. whale. If it knocks over, you lose. But if you can eat the whole thing without it falling over... You feel terrible about yourself. <laughs> if you can eat it all, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, we should have that eating contest. <laughs> I have that eating contest every oh, day. Every day of <laughs> <Yes>. our lives. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, all right, this episode is uh, The Cuddy Black Sow. Uh, every episode, I'm going to say, we make a prediction of what we believe this episode is going to be about based on title alone because we are brave heroes we invite you gentle listener to participate as well in something we call the dark side guess dark side guess dark side guess uh you will hear uh our most recent dark side guess winner and information about it at the end of this program because end guys of the episode you gotta listen to win. You gotta listen to win. We're playing the Hot 100. Uh, Number one. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> 
Uh, guys, who would like to read what they believe Cuddy, the Cuddy Black Sow is all about? I'll go first. Okay. The Cuddy Black Sow. The old gray mare just ain't what she used to be. She used to be a glamorous model. But when a jockey changes her name to Cuddy Black Sow, all the modeling jobs dry up. And the only way back to the top is by doing the jockey's bidding and also doing the Bartman. <laughs> <laughs> nice touch. That's very nice. You ever see a horse do the Bartman? <laughs> <laughs> yes, once. <laughs> from, <laughs> from side to side. <laughs> Sorry, it's not in packages. Uh, the Cuddy Black Sow. Guys, this cow, he's one bad mofo. He smokes, he wears a leather jacket, and if you get on his bad side, look out. He'll cut you with his switchblade because he's so cutty. Wait, does Sal mean female? Anyway, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. The Cuddy Black Sow. The Cuddy family farm is facing harsh times. After Mr. Cuddy went to auction and bought the lone black piglet. Their crops have withered, their dairy cows have dried up, and their steers broke through a fence and died. With one more meat before foreclosure, Mr. Cuddy hears a voice from the barn. The black saw was offering a deal. Save the f- farm for the price of one human soul. Oh, that's great. Ooh. Oh, I'd watch the shit it's out of a that. devil sow. Yeah. It's like uh, Charlotte's Web, but different. It, when I when I heard the name for it, it really made me think of The Witch. Mm, yeah. Um, And it really made me think of Black Phillip yeah. in that movie, and so yeah. that's just kind of where I went with that. Nicely done. Nice. But unfortunately, none of those guesses are correct, so Jen, hit us up with the sweet deets. Alright, here are some sweet deets on The Cuddy Black Sow. This episode aired May 8th, 1988. This is season four, episode 14, my God. Mm. Wow. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> Young Jamie receives and takes seriously a deathbed warning from his great-grandmother to guard against the legendary Cuddy Black Sow. This episode was directed... That is the most concise one I've heard in a long time. Yeah, yeah. That's one sentence. Uh, This episode was directed by Richard Glass. This is his only credit. And Richard Glass almost sounds like it could be a pseudonym for something. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, I'm curious to know who actually directed this episode or if it was just a one-off. But with the casting and the writing of this episode, they put their best writer on this one. They got an excellent cast. So I'd be surprised if they gave this gave to just to someone, a, a one-off. Yeah, who's never done anything before. So I'm wondering if this was actually, because this episode was written by Michael McDowell, and I wonder if for some reason he directed it as well, but couldn't put his name on it for right, whatever right, right, union right. reason or something. But oh. um, uh, yeah, as I said, uh, episode written by Michael McDowell, uh, writer of Beetlejuice, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, written a ton of Tales episodes. He's written some of the best of Tales. He's written mm-hmm. Inside the Closet, Halloween Candy, Seasons of Belief. Uh, he's also written New Lease on Life, uh, which made us laugh. And he's written some of the worst of Tales from the Dark Side, including Bigelow's Last Smoke, Answer Me, and The Last Car. Wow, okay. Yeah. I didn't think The Last Car was one of the worst. You liked The bl- the, bl- the last the Black Car. The Black Car of... Thundera. Thundera, uh, yes. You liked The Last Car. I was okay with it. You weren't crazy about it, I was it, not crazy about it. I think we just... I, we spent a lot of time in the writer's room on that one because the ending was just weird and yeah i mean it don't get me wrong i i didn't think that it was a must watch or anything okay but it i just i 
didn't think it was one of the worst. Okay. Um, the story, uh, uh, he wrote this episode based on a story by Thomas Monteleone. Uh, Thomas Monteleone has published more than 100 short stories in numerous magazines and anthologies, uh, passed away this year. His novel, Blood of the Lamb, was named a New York Times Notable Book of the Year. Uh, he has a column of opinion and entertainment called The Mothers and Fathers Italian Association, which currently appears in Cemetery Dance Magazine. The <laughs> Mothers and Fathers Italian Association is the best name of anything I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, he is the editor of seven anthologies, including the highly acclaimed Borderlands series, uh, oh, wow. edited with his wife, Elizabeth. His stories have been nominated for many awards and have appeared in lots of Best of the Year compilations. Hmm. Holy crap. This episode starred Huckleberry Fox as Jamie. Uh, Huckleberry Fox's actual name is George Miller Fox. Uh, this kid was an excellent actor. Uh, he was in lots of movies in the 80s. Uh, he was in Terms of Endearment, Misunderstood, Conrad. Um, he always played a plucky kid. And you can tell he was a great actor. Um, it did not stick with acting. He studied molecular biology at New York University. Oh, wow. And then worked uh, assessing uh, New York City government performance. And then later became a biology teacher and, animal, and was in animal physiology for several years. Uh, attended graduate school at Cornell to study animal science, nutrition, and agroecology. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he is interested in food systems, ecological restoration, and pathways towards peaceful human survival on a biodiverse planet. He now works in agricultural research. Hmm. And it all started with the dark side. It all started with the dark side. <laughs> and I hope he still insists on being called Huckleberry. Yes. <laughs> Paula Truman played uh, Great Grandma. Uh, she was a dancer in everything uh, throughout 20s, 30s, and then in the, the 80s she was you know, a grandma or a, a plucky senior in lots of things. She was in Outlaw Josie Wales, Paint Your Wagon. Because oh uh, the wood is mine. Uh, she was in <laughs> Annie Hall, Zellig, Sweet Lorraine, Moonstruck, Dirty Dancing, Stepford Wives. She lived to 96 years old. Holy cow. Yeah. Mary Griffith played Gloria, uh, the daughter. Uh, Mary Griffith now does lots of voice acting. She was also um, an actress, uh, another child actress. Uh, she was in Studio 54. She was in The Pickup Artist. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Landfield was the dad. He was in uh, The Cooler, Young and the Restless, The Last Ship. He was in every TV show known to man. <laughs> Uh, he and looked so familiar. Yeah, yeah. I was I trying was to like, place him. What? He's been in every episode of everything. Uh, and uh, Sharon Ulrich uh, also has done a lot of uh, small parts in movies and TV. Uh, she was also uh, in The Last Picture Show and Texasville and Before and After. So yeah, we got a we got a star studded cast. We've got uh, excellent writers. And we've got a, uh, a mysterious director. And importantly, man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld. It's a place, now get this, that's just as real. But it's not as brightly lit. It's a dark side. Oh! oh. <sighs> the door from the dark side swings wide open. <laughs> and we're welcome to... So I think that you and I thought the exact same thing at the exact same time where I wrote woman sweeping 
dead? <laughs> no, just sleeping. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was this weird, like, it was her face mm-hmm. in repose. And I'm like, okay. Okay. She, it looks like it looks like sleeping. And then they pull away, and it's a family looking down. Well, look, okay, I'm, I'm wrong. It looks like a woman sleeping. It pulls back. It looks like she's in repose. They pull back more. Nope, she's just sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, you and I had the exact same thought. And, and then I wrote down, now gather around, kids. It's time to watch Grandma die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was this was kind of weird to me. Um, I mean, I, I don't know why I would think it was weird to do it at home and not weird to do it in the hospital. But I don't know. It just, I thought it was a little strange. Definitely, definitely strange. I don't know. I, um... I think it, home I, maybe maybe strange in the eighties. I know home hospice is now more of a more of a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's where my grandmother passed away. Uh, but it it was weird just watching, uh, and maybe it's because as kids we were guarded a little bit more from this side of it. Um, you know, I don't. Maybe we'd have a babysitter or something when my grand, my great grandmother passed away, or my uncle, or anybody. We were, we did not see that part, and we didn't even when we were little. We didn't even go to funerals. Um, oh, I think really? because my mom didn't want us to be freaked out by it. Mm. Oh wow, jeez, I, I can remember going to funerals when I was in like first grade. Mm. I, I remember, I remember the first funeral I went to, and it was uh, an interesting experience. Mm. Okay. It was it was just more like I didn't get it. Yeah. So that was that was something that was kind of weird for me was I I got it in first grade. You know, I went to oh, I think it was my grandma's funeral. And you know, everyone was was trying to explain it to me and it was like, guys, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, gra- grandma died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, there's, there's not really much more you have to explain to me. Well, I'll tell you what; these kids are taking this in stride. Yeah, yeah for real. Um, and this dad is a real piece of garbage. <laughs> Grandma is is yeah. Is she muttering at this point? I was dreaming. Yeah, she she goes between like Transylvanian, right. Scottish, and nothing. The accents <laughs> are a little all over the shop in this app. But yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. going to allow it. I'm going to. It's it's all for the sake of the episode. Mm-hmm. It all works. There was it, nothing took me out of no. it. Yeah, if I was uh, way too critical of it, then of course. But uh, she's like, "It's getting dark," and this dad is instantly like, "Well, kids, off to bed." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked. Uh, Dad says something to uh, Jamie or, or Gloria says. Grandma's gonna die. She's gonna die. Or great grandma's gonna die right here. And mom's like, no, don't say that. And dad's like, he's just saying what we're all thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, uh, as much as we joke about it, it's one of the first times I've heard that out loud. Yeah. Which is great. Like, that made the cut. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's getting dark. Uh, time for you kids to go to bed. Tomorrow's trick or treating. Anyway, have sweet dreams. Don't mind your dying grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. So or great grandmother. Yes. Yeah. So they all they all kiss grandma goodnight um, and go to bed. And she asks what day it is. And uh, the, the wife says Thursday. Yeah. And then she says, no, What's no, no, no. The, the, date? the date. What's the date? 
October 30th. Yeah, and so she's she starts going on about how she's going to die on All Hallows' Eve. Um, starts talking about uh, I'm her going childhood to die on All Hallows' Eve. Well, kids, go to bed. <laughs> Not going to oh, tell you again. Uh, blood from my eyes. <laughs> Ants to eat my corpse. I'm sure she is a lovely woman, but the way she is lit in this episode makes her look like an apple doll. <laughs> What's an apple doll? You know when you like carve a face into a peeled apple and then you let it dry? <laughs> Back before toys were invented. <laughs> so when you weren't chasing a wheel <laughs> a with a stick. stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you needed to have some fun and weren't starving to death, had one extra apple, like, oh, do I need Som- to live or have companionship? <laughs> Sometimes you can pull a teeth, a tooth out of your own head due to lack of nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> you just put that in the apple, and once it once it withered away to a husk, you take it back out and put it in your face again. Uh, can I just say that the kiss fully was on lock for these kids? Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like. Shit, I'm, I'm showing at... Matt pictures of apple dolls. <laughs> that's a pretty, that's a pretty good apple doll. Yeah, it's also pretty terrifying. But also, it looks like that woman. It, no, it totally Thank does. You. I when when you said it looked like an apple doll, I completely agree. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. It doesn't take long for these kids to be upstairs before Grandma starts muttering. Yeah, muttering her Scottish tales. And and in the wind, you can hear culturally sensitive bagpipes. <laughs> oh, on the night of St. Hagen. <laughs> Old Hollows even. And Jamie pops out of bed and is like, I got to get every word of this but, on yeah, tape. Recorded, yeah. He's like, my boombox? Yep. On it. On it. This kid is Mr. Conscientious. I, he's great. Yeah I, yeah. I I mentioned while we were watching this episode that this is by far the smartest person that has ever been on one of the episodes. Yeah. Uh, and frankly, there is a lot of responsibility heaped on his tiny shoulders. Yeah. So <laughs> why doesn't this kid involve someone else? His, his sister more. Have you seen what a piece of shit they are? I mean, they're not a piece of shit, but they the da- everybody the has their own agenda. Like, and and he's an eight, you know, he's an eight-year-old trying to raise a seven-year-old <laughs> uh, that is his sister. There is some fine 80s parenting. Yeah, yeah. We, like, we see that more later. But that's, but I remember that's what it was like with me and my brother. I was, you know, I would send him off and be like, yeah, go to bed or, I'd, you know, make him food or whatever, and try to shield him from things while I was also a child. Just taking all this responsibility yeah. on your own shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. I was the younger brother, so. Ah, okay. That's how it worked for me. Working families, child of divorce. <laughs> Had oh. her own Cuddy Black Sow. <laughs> the specter of divorce. <laughs> Jenny had to grow up quick. Had to grow up real quick. <laughs> Jenny learned to smoke Salem's behind the garage when mom was working nights. You didn't really smoke Salem's, did you? Hey, man, let's keep the episode going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always saw you as a cool girl myself. Hey, when you're, <laughs> when you're 11, you got to smoke what's in the house. <laughs> 
you're not going to miss this pack, Mom. <laughs> you're, you're nine years old, <laughs> drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes. I have to start my day. <laughs> I've got a phonics quiz at nine. <laughs> I told you, get dressed. <laughs> Put on that christening gown <laughs> and get on the back of the bike. I got to take you to church. <laughs> the bagpipes are playing. Yes. The pipes The pipes are a calling yeah. to, uh, to Jamie. Oh, Jamie boy. Oh, Jamie boy. Come down with your boom box and report, record this whole thing. Which, by the way, the fidelity on this boom box. Oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's on point. I remember when I was a kid with a boom box, everything that you hit record on with the microphone just sounded like it was at the bottom of a well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You are hearing me talk. (laughs) Oh, I wish. Yeah. Well, Grandma's saying things like, "There's gonna be a. We need a fire of the witches, and we need to make." There's a, a fire s- that kept away the cutty black sow, and a circle of ash of which all the members of the family's names were written on. Were written, flat written on a stones. flat stone, and placed within the circle of ash to and keep it safe from the cutty black. And the sow. stones were Represent- their souls. Yeah, represented their souls. And uh, they put them all in the fire, and they had to check to make sure that none of the stones were taken. And if the stones were taken, uh, that meant the cutty black sow got your soul. And then she turns to Jamie and says, now you could be, it's your soul in danger, Jamie. Now kiss me goodnight. It's like, <laughs> it was weird. It was very intense. And, and then she dies imme- immediately, immediately yes. after. That that wouldn't give him a complex. Or no, anything. no. Now, Jamie, please kiss me dead. Kiss me dead. <laughs> Just give me my death kiss. Yes, give me my death kiss. And I then want... enjoy your first school dance. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to remember that your kiss causes death. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, pretty Jamie. Kiss me deadly. <laughs> Could you imagine what it would have been like if he kisses the grandmother and she goes, that was terrible. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then <dies>. <laughs> <laughs> you call that a kiss? Yeah. <laughs> I love. I love how everyone who dies with you goes. <laughs> yeah, their last, that's their last breath. Yeah. I gotta hear that last breath, or they ain't dead. That's right. That's that's Maddie's death rattle. <laughs> See, I loved. I loved Bill Murray's death rattle. Yeah. In uh, in Zombieland. <sighs> <clears throat> She tells him to take care, and she dies, and that is act break. Yep. We'll be back with more transmissions after this. And we're back. Panasonic's gotcha. Wow. <laughs> oh, we got another one, huh? Oh, God, I forgot about this one. Oh, God, I remember that commercial. Yeah, I do, too. I 
don't remember that one. Oh, I think if you you would. It's it's like Westworld, but with toys. <laughs> Panasonic Platinum. Wow! Wow! Earth, Earth wind, wind, and fire! I didn't Could think they were going to do September and then, <laughs> and then bam! bam second, second Encore! encore. Wow. That was a great commercial. That's a great commercial. If you get a chance, look it up because Earth, Wind, and Fire comes out of a boombox. Yep. Like out of where the, the cassette goes. Carrying boomboxes. Carrying boomboxes. Do you know um, what that reminded me of was John Travolta dance movies? Mm-hmm. What's the big one? Not Saturday Night Fever, but the other one. Uh, uh, Stayin al- he was in Staying Alive. Staying Alive. Staying Alive is where he's trying to be a dancer. Yes. yes. That's where he goes to... And when he finally gets to be a dancer, like, the show that they're doing is insane. Yes. That that would be right in the middle of that show. show. Yeah. Because that show was like a Faustian deal Mm -hmm. type thing. Yes, that's right. The dancer's soul. Wow. Um, Well, we're back. Yeah. Um, Gran's dead. And Jamie and Dad are just sitting there watching her dead body. <laughs> I mean, we don't know how long they've been there. This could be this could be ten seconds. It could be fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. We really have no idea. And um, you know, he's saying we just have to remember <clears throat> her. We have to remember her history. She's she part lived, of our history. Yeah, she lived, she a, lived long a good life. life. And Jamie has this look on his face that's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm just biding my time. Yeah. Because I'm about to become a kid detective. <laughs> <laughs> now Jamie is going through great-grandmother's stuff uh, while listening to recordings of her story. She, He's seen old-timey pictures. Mm-hmm. He's seen old dollies. He's going to the Bible. Yeah, he's he's looking at the family history. Yeah, so that was that was something that I asked you guys during the episode was did your did your family have like a family Bible and if so did it have the the genealogy in it because my family did, um, and I know that some other groups do that, but I didn't know if maybe that was just like an Irish Catholic thing mm. or. I mean, it's possible that my grandmother has something like that because we're Sicilian Catholic. Um, Mm -hmm. So maybe she did, and it just went to someone more Catholic in the family, (laughs) and I just don't know about it. Uh, We made them take the test. Yeah. (laughs) They are way more Catholic. They're, to be fair, I'm... Well, first first and foremost, they wouldn't take the test because they said it was the devil's work. Yeah. (laughs) They were almost almost an immediate pass. Yeah. but so he, he is determining, yes, that the, the Cuddy Black Sow comes on All Hallows' Eve to to destroy, basically. Right, and the, he finds some kind of stone tablet that's got um, a carving of what looks like the devil or, or something like the devil so on the front. This was interesting because it... What did it look like to you? It looked almost like Asian, like one of those like dragon carvings. I it thought it was it a dragon carving. Yeah. Like that. It absolutely looks like the same dragon that you fight in Ghost and Goblins. Yeah. <laughs> um, it um uh, to me it looked kind of like um uh, kind of like it was Asian or that it was um Assyrian or Persian or something like that because sometimes you mm. do see things mm-hmm. like that especially in like uh 
trying to think of what they're called, but they're blanking. I, it's been a while since I, I had art history classes. So, <laughs> um, but uh, it looked it looked kind of like that as well. Like it, you know, it actually reminded me kind of of um, the carving of Pazuzu in The Exorcist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why does he take a um? He takes he does that thing with the crayon, like an etching of it, and makes a rubbing of it. A rubbing. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think he did that? Um, I don't know. So he didn't have to go back into grandma's stuff. I don't, maybe they were. I mean, I don't know what you would. Maybe do he was with watching. For, maybe so we could have a picture of it to watch for it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. It's a lot more portable than a heavy stone tablet, I guess. Uh, at this point, the uh, uh, Gloria, the younger sister, comes in and says, "Hey, you're supposed to take me trick or treating. What are you doing? Let me help." And, and he's like, "Look, he, I can't." He was a much different older sibling than my older siblings, <laughs> where um, he didn't at any point try to trick her into going into a closet to lock her in. Mm-hmm. He didn't um, tie her up with yarn or roll her up in a carpet and leave her in the basement. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yup. <laughs> so he was he was a really nice older brother. He was Kids just like are I'm, nightmares. I'm I'm really busy. We'll go trick or treating, I promise. I just need to finish this stuff. Um what is it? I to- I made grandma a pro- great grandma a promise that I was going to do something. Oh, let me help. Uh, well, it's about magic, and I don't think you know anything about magic. To which she goes, well, I have a magic wand, but it only casts evil spells. Which was so great. Which yeah, was such I a nice that. touch. Well, And I didn't know she was going to be a witch. Yeah. So I was just like, what the fuck is with this family? Yeah. <laughs> he finally submits and goes, go grab five rocks. Flat. Flat, about yeah. this big. Meanwhile, mom and dad are like, well, we'll be at the funeral parlor if you need us. Don't, uh, you know the number. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to take your sister trick-or-treating. Deuces. And, and don't stay out too late. Take no. a vitamin or something. <laughs> the, the, yeah, there is no talk of food at all. No. It's like, um, well, good luck. <laughs> you know how food works. Shove some in your dirty mouth later. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, did you guys get, I'm sure we've talked about this a lot, but did you guys get at, at an early age or what now seems like an early age? Because, yep, yeah. I used to have to get dinner ready yeah. before my parents got home. I, I did the same. Mm-hmm. I didn't trust Maddie with a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time, and this is this is the truth, my dad fell asleep while he was cooking and he blamed me for things burning because <laughs> oh, I was man. watching cartoons. Oh, that sounds like something boo. your dad would do. Yeah, boo earns. Boo earns. How could you not? I'm like, I was watching what? None of this. I'm like, a child. Hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> You're well, the one yeah. who fell asleep, dummy. <laughs> this is this is what I reminded myself yeah. of, like when the last time I thought of it, which yeah. was recently. Yeah, I was like. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like eight years old. That son of a bitch. That's dirty pool. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like I was like ten and <clears throat> cooking food on a stove when no one was home. Yep. That Me seems too. odd now. I don't 
it is odd now, I yeah. think, because of helicopter parenting. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think, like, I would want Rosemary to be able to help in the kitchen. Sure. I wouldn't be afraid to sh- give her some knife skills. Yeah, absolutely. Earlier than a lot of, you know, knife skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merc Razor. <laughs> That's exactly where my head went. Yeah. It's like, oh, now you have learned knife skills. <laughs> <laughs> Please look at your moves list. (laughs) (laughs) X, Y axis, slash, stab, slash. Thrust parry. But yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I had a kid's cookbook. Uh, My parents bought one, geez, from my brother, who's -hmm. um, who's seven years older. And it got handed down from my brother to my sister to me. And my brother, this is so cute. Um, he wrote his own recipe in the back because there was a place where you could actually write notes and, and recipes mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> but he was just a little kid. <laughs> so he wrote this recipe called Sumac Sulak. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just ingredients. It was like, I still I still love thinking about that recipe because it was Sumac Sulak recipe. <laughs> And it was, I mean, there was a lot of salt in this thing. Um, I i really need to two, get that cookbook. Two, two pounds salt. Yeah. <laughs> One cup water. Yeah. <laughs> 15 oh. tablespoons sugar. That's a lot of sugar and salt. Um, but that's that was that book was how I learned how to cook. Uh, and it had uh, the best recipe I've ever had for peanut butter cookies mm. so i use that when i actually make my cookies Still. and pancakes yeah because wow. the recipe was the recipes were perfect i had a kid's cookbook too <clears throat> i don't remember what it was huh All right. i will have to get it so i can make sumac sulak at some point <laughs> back on task yes jamie is doing his detective work uh, is there anything that really happens between him getting doing the detective work and her getting the rocks just you see that mom just that the family 80s parenting leaves. yeah mm-hmm. she comes back in with the rocks and uh, what were they using to write on it was it like a crayon or it a looked like a pencil? magic it looked like a grease pencil magic marker or like one of like those a sharpie like we had those 80s uh pens i don't know if they still make them like the the markers they were markers but like you would have to yeah, shake yeah, them yeah 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 and then you yeah, had to press okay. down and they would write in silver Yep. But some of them had purple on the outside lines. Mm-hmm. Or red or something like that. Yeah. 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 So regardless of, of the writing implement, they, they write their initials on each of the rocks, and then they put it in the fire. And this was the part that I loved the most. <laughs> they put the rocks in the fire and then leave the house. Well, yes, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Where it was like, I, I thought this kid was like the height of responsibility. And it's like, ah, that fire will put itself out. There was so much of like, well, number one, parents left the house with a fire just going, full yeah, on with a going. fire going. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the kids, uh, w- was she already dressed as the witch? I think so. Uh, so she was dressed as a witch. She looked very cute as a little witch. Uh, he was dressed as a fucking wolf man. The one time we don't put wolf man in our predictions. (laughs) Um, as soon as I saw his mask, I turned to Jen and I go, wolf man. 
Uh, then it, it just ends on the glowing rocks. You see them go out. Yeah, uh, he explains why they needed one for Grandma. Is what because she's uh, Gloria said, well, but Grandma's dead, and he said, yeah, but we still have to protect her soul. Mm-hmm. She died, you know, on on All Hallows Eve, and that's when the Cuddy Black. So he doesn't tell her this, but we know this. Uh, that that is when the Cuddy Black Sow comes for the souls. And uh, with that, that is the commercial break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Tonight, I, Dr. Frankenstuff, reveal my greatest invention. Serve, Gregor. A hot dog? Take a bite. Wow, there's real chili inside. How'd you do that? I tunnel deep into juicy hormel franks and stuffed them so with red hormel chili. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Positively delicious. What do you call him, Master? What else? But Frankenstuff. <laughs> Frankenstuff from Hormel. <laughs> the next commercial just said elves exist. <laughs> and we're back. That could have been part of that commercial. I don't oh, know. Oh God, I, we wouldn't. We wouldn't know because oh. after seeing that hot dog break apart, I broke my eyes. Yeah, the, it. Oh my God! It so was uh, anybody who's look at my arms. The hair <laughs> is standing up on my arms. That's how horrified I was. <sighs> oh God! So disgusting. Much like the cutty black sow revealing itself later in this episode, <laughs> the chili within the Frank revealing itself when t- broke a twig. <laughs> oh God! It uh, is disgusting. so anybody who's under. 30 will 35 probably yeah. will never remember this but in 1986 hormel decided that they were going to take hormel hot dogs and hormel chili then they were like we have all these pig parts and all these chili parts <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are we gonna do with them oh i got it i got a stuffing tube oh uh. Gonna pipe this chili oh, like a cannoli God. into this so hot I, dog. So what I want to know is how they did it. Was it like a hot, like like a like a um an eclair or something? <laughs> were they were they like? <laughs> yeah. Were they, is that how they did That's it? Exactly how they did it. A delicious hot dog shell. <laughs> uh, I'm sure uh, they they cored the dog. <laughs> you know, they had like. Well, they're not going to waste that. How, how could how could they possibly not explode in the microwave? Yeah, that's all they did. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they have like any? Didn't they have anybody on staff that would be like, I think these things are going to explode. Well, that's when they stopped making them. <laughs> I mean, you they get, ruined many a microwave. Third degree burns <laughs> from this nuclear hot napalm. <laughs> Sticky chili. I oh. loved them. Okay, was there was there that much chili in there? No, there was it was honestly like a light graze of chili. Okay. But it oh. was just hamburgers and hot dogs and ketchup. Like on paper. I swear to God, my stomach is like so in the you, commercial, feel free to Look, if Watch you have a commercial. if you have a don't if you're pregnant or have a sensitive <laughs> stomach don't look up this commercial but if uh 
I'm just gonna make a gif. It's like <laughs> imagine someone just a hot dog in a shot, and then a hot dog, a hot dog breaking, breaking in o- half, uh, and then and both sides vomit chili. I how I explained it to vomit chili. How I explained it to Jen um, when I first saw it is <laughs> this commercial really broke you, didn't it? Yeah. I I I am keeping it together, but I oh, God, I really I love it so much. I think it's because of how many I Italian am, zombie movies I've seen. I am eating cases of Frankenstuffs. <laughs> oh God, they so, were dirt cheap. Oh, I bet oh, they, they were. <laughs> <laughs> it was this and fucking Manwich at my house growing up. <laughs> we had a lot of Manwich, yeah. <laughs> oh, Manwich ain't a sandwich. No, it's, it's a, a meal. It's a meal. That's right. Uh. Oh, I'm sorry, Maddie. I interrupted. Sorry, you. Matt. Yeah, go ahead. In in Day of the Dead, um, there is a scene where they are in Doctor Frankenstein, as he's known in the movie, uh, his lab, and one of the zombies is strapped down to the table, and it's um, the the skin and muscle covering the intestines, the stomach, etc., have been removed, so you can see exposed ribs and the guts. And th- I forget exactly how the zombie breaks loose, but it breaks loose and all of its guts fall out. And that is what it reminded me of is when you see everything fall out onto the floor. But you're you're saying that that is why you can tolerate this commercial. Yes. I've seen almost as many I know you have. movies That's as you have. The problem is this is intended to be food. food. <laughs> and this is... This is the commercial where they're selling this food. Oh, I, I don't eat chili or hot dogs. I think they're gross. Seeing them both combined into something worse than the, or actually, I guess I should say greater than the sum of their parts, is really, I don't know how I didn't throw up. I like place. chili and hot dogs, and now I feel, and now and I don't know what I think. And me upon seeing it went. I'm hungry. <laughs> Man, I miss Frankenstein. Did but you? Yeah, did but you? yes, they would break at the seams. You, <laughs> the seams of a hot dog. Yeah. They probably had seams because they probably had to like. They probably had two. Oh. <laughs> they had seams so that they had to snap in half so people could do that at home. Well, I don't know how you would how you would assemble it. How I, well that's that's what we that's like that, that's what I meant. It's so, like how okay. did they construct these disgusting things? So let's things. imagine you've got you've got two tubes, okay? And so there's one tube where all of the the hollow hot dog is sluicing out, and then there's a separate tube inside of it, and so it gets it, it with the chili the the chili funnel, um, <laughs> and so you turn on the chili spigot as the as, as the hot dog is like splurting out like uh, like a snake, and then you just sort of chop it on the end, so you just sort of so I guess I guess that would work. You just close it off on the the ends. Oh, oh uh, wasn't uh, wasn't Chili Funnel the name of a Guar album? I, I think so. <laughs> Guys, it's easy. Okay, oh. <laughs> take- no, I I made a million hot dogs as a kid. That was oh, that was I made a lot of heavy hot dogs heavy too. rotation. One of the other things that was in heavy rotation because my mom got some deal at a food co-op was uh, like boxes of bacon bits, 
but they were oh, actual man. bacon bits. They weren't just oh, so. They weren't and this was before they had like pre-cooked, you know, bacon that you just microwaved. Mm-hmm. So for simplicity, uh, we would just have bacon bit sandwiches as kids. <laughs> <laughs> so just imagine just a just a, just a half cup. Or <laughs> of bacon bits on two pieces of soft white bread. <laughs> Was there anything to bind? Nah. The, I like it. I like it. fat. I like my bacon bits. I love my gravel sandwiches. There was like no mayonnaise or, or no, anything? No, no. That would take away from the bacon. No, it would enhance the food. I, now I know that as somebody who eats, uh, uh, you know, a BLT or something. That mm-hmm. sounds great. I enjoy the lettuce, the tomato, and the mayo in there. But for a while, I'd be like, oh, I'll take a BLT, but just take everything off oh. of it. <laughs> I just want a bacon sandwich, please. I just want, and can you crush it up? <laughs> Do you have bacos? Yeah. Never bacos. Those are fake bacons. This was real Those bacon. Those are fakeos. Those are fakeos. <laughs> oh. I could go for a I could go for a bacon bit sandwich though. I'll tell you that for free. We're just gonna cut this out and that's next week's episode of Matters. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All right, let's get back to the task at hand. All right. Jamie comes back from a trick-or-treating. Well, yeah, Jamie and Gloria come back and they both promptly dump their candy out onto the floor, which I don't like know if you guys ever did that. Yeah. Out of oh, a Stop it. Um I'm dizzy. <laughs> So I don't know if you guys ever did that of or course. not. Um, but yeah, yeah my um, my brother and sister and I, when I, we actually um, went together, uh, when we got home, we would take our pillowcases and we would upend them. Yeah. And then, you know, I personally like almond joys and mounds. And I don't think that my brother did. So yeah. it would just be like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll take those three for one of these. I went straight smarties. for the pennies and my <laughs> unifes- <laughs> UNICEF jar. <laughs> and I just put them all in there. Good boys club. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I think I liked. Uh, I was probably Snickers and uh, and Hershey's, Snickers or not Hershey's, and peanut, uh, butter uh, peanut butter cups. I yep, meant. Yep. Yeah, oh, those, the, those are the two big winners of my heart to this day. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I give at Halloween. Yeah, um, because I I don't want to be the house where everyone's like oh, cheapskate. <laughs> we never talk about this, but um, Halloween candies that you wish were there. Oh, like when I was a kid? When you were a kid. Like, of the candy bars that exist. Mm. Reese's Sticks. I would love a Reese's Stick Halloween candy. Me? Whatchamacallit. Oh, oh whatchamacallit, never too. I've never seen a whatchamacallit Halloween candy. Or if they gave... I mean, I don't think... I just want Linder sell. truffles. <laughs> <laughs> like the Lindt uh, milk yep. chocolate truffles. Yeah. Uh, I would also like Nutty Buddies. Oh. I mean, I guess technically that's what not What are Nutty candy? Buddies? They're it's not the, nutter they're butters. Like, they're like little Debbie. Oh yeah. Oh, those are great. So those, yeah. those are like Reese's sticks. Yeah, very much. Uh, but so. bigger. What yeah. were your favorite of the Hostess? Mine oh. were the Susie Q's. Mm-hmm. I liked the chocolate fruit pies. Chocolate fruit pies. Yeah, you remember the fruit pies? Oh, the fruit pies, but d- the ones yeah, with chocolate had, pudding inside. Yeah, but it had chocolate pudding inside. Yes. Oh, oh man, those yeah. I remember I, that. I, I saw them at a Kroger a couple years yeah. ago, and I was like, I can't not get you. And I got it, and I ate it, and I was like, it kind of held up. Okay. But I had to be like, no, you can't have any more because like they use milk to make the pudding. Mm. Um, but also, I I didn't I I saw my life yeah. if I kept <laughs> eating them. Real sliding it was, doors oh, moment. It yeah. was it was a downward spiral from yeah. there. I haven't I, had one of those in years. I I really enjoy Twinkies still. I think Twinkies are 
kind of unfuckwithable. I used to love I used to love a Twinkie, and then I feel like they got a little more like chemically tasting. Yes. Well, I thought all I, of the hostesses did, and I, I like I don't eat them ever. Yeah. I like. <laughs> When Do I you like Little them. Debbie better? No, I was going to say, I like Ding Dongs. Yeah, we know. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> That's why oh. I like Susie Q's, because Susie Q's were Ding Dongs without the chocolatey coating on them. So oh, Susie Q's were just, yeah, I didn't like the chocolatey coating. They were just, they were like straight up chocolate cake and vanilla. They were whoopie pies, but mm-hmm. rectangular. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I recall those now. What we also recall... Oh, is this episode? Is this episode? This episode, this episode we're, actually that we having, we're actually having an opposite problem. This episode is very good, but there isn't a ton that goes on because they're building suspense. Yeah, yeah, and I quite quite well too. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something especially. Uh, well, why don't we just why don't we just yeah yeah get, because get what right happens is Jamie and um, his sister Gloria come back, and now they've dumped their candy and they're taking a look at the fire. And there's a stone, and the the glow effect on the stones yeah, I thought was great. great. Was very good. And um, uh, there's a stone that's no longer in the fire. And Gloria sees it's over by the lamp, and you see it's glowing. Mm-hmm. And so I know that little kids are 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 you know not the brightest. So I will chalk this up to her just being a little kid. But she picks it up, and then you know lets out a yelp. And says, I don't know, like, it's hot or whatever, and throws it. And that is when the lamp breaks. breaks. So and this is a, a, a big moment for me in the in the episode where I was like, a little question. I had a little bit of a question. Yeah. Why couldn't... So it turns out that it is Jamie's stone that's yes. no longer in there. Why could Jamie no longer put the stone back into the circle? I don't know. I chalked it up to, well, once it's out, it's out. Like that means the magic has happened. I, I would. I and they weren't there to protect the stones. I I wondered the same thing of mm-hmm. well, why don't you just put it back with the other stones? Yeah. But um, I I think that you probably well actually you know what he never made the circle of ash, so technically I think all their souls were at risk because that was something that Grandma was very specific about mm. was that there was a circle of ash. That protected the because she even said how they used to gather the ash from fires to make the circle. Mm. Mm. So he never did that. Um, and I think that well, we'll we'll get to um, why his was picked later. But well, uh, Jamie's soul stone is no longer in play. Yeah, Jamie realizes this is bad news bears. Yeah. We're in, we're hard in the third act, yep. and they're yeah. really doing a great job building of of ratcheting the tension up. Yeah, um, there starts to be banging on the windows uh, from the trees. That it of are, course becomes a stormy night. Yes, it's a stormy night now. They do crank up the music a lot. Mm-hmm. The music was okay, mm-hmm. uh, not their best. It wasn't. It wasn't the music that we've had in some of the better episodes. But it was but far it, from but it the worked. it worked. The the, the, the circus the garbage part calliope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jamie is now coming downstairs was that to Manos hands of fish. Sure yep. Okay. <laughs> Jamie is coming downstairs to uh check out 
some sounds. Some, yeah, some of the yeah. sounds. And and I write down, this kid is fearless. He is. Oh, he is. He's great. Uh, and that is when he sees the glowing eyes, right? Yeah, he sees the glowing eyes, and he's wearing his Wolfman shoes. Yes, I, I actually made Matt mm. rewind, because for a second, I thought he was turning into a Wolfman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's... Twist. Yeah, that's a weird twist. Um, and a weird way to reveal it, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just wearing, uh, I guess, the the feet that he had from his costume. Yeah. So we start to hear growling. Um, we hear more banging on the windows. And we see the door handle start to turn. Well, this is the phone call first. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Is it, uh, is it the phone call to say, hey, we're... You got you kids okay? You yeah. sound terrible. Yeah, why do you yeah. sound stressed? <laughs> What's we going only on? we only left you alone on the scariest night of the year. Yeah. <laughs> she, he he's like, I'm fine, mom. Yeah, don't worry about me. Just get home. And then he goes back upstairs. Up scared. Upstairs. <laughs> well, because he does get a scare. He goes upstairs, but Gloria uh, gets him with a jump scare. Yeah, she jumps out with a monster mask. Um, to which he doesn't. He doesn't freak out like I would have freaked out mm-hmm. at that age because I'm not gonna lie, I probably would have punched my sister if and she then did fallen that. down the stairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but she uh, she basically just chucks it up to well, I had to get you back for scaring me by breaking the lamp earlier, which I didn't even think he did. But no. Um, so he goes back downstairs. Uh, we are hearing more growling i think yeah and and leaves are limbs on the window mm-hmm. and then the front door starts to get opened yeah, yeah. You see the door handle turning that was creepy it's working and, yeah this episode is working for a yep. living and it's mom and dad they come in and uh tell him to go to bed because he, now they're gonna parent yeah <laughs> what are you doing up oh, go to bed look i told you yeah now, I know you can't read or tell time, <laughs> but I told you when the sun dips below the earth. <laughs> uh, so she, the, the mom notices that the lamp is broken and he apologizes. Uh, he takes credit f- or takes responsibility, I should say, yeah. for breaking the lamp. And the mom did something that I was kind of surprised about. She was like, it's not a big deal. It's been uh, an awful you know, day got, for yeah, everybody. We've, we've, yeah, we've all had a bad day. You it's can tell living. me all about it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so he goes back upstairs, more banging on the windows. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets in bed, and the door to his room qu- kind of quickly opens. Bursts and open, yeah. Yeah, and it's his dad. Uh, he's very backlit, mm-hmm. so you can't really see him very well, and he's... Acting a lot stranger than he has in earlier parts of the episode, and I'm going to talk about this afterwards. Now they yeah. threw you, they threw you a little bit for a loop because it looked like yellow eyes outside, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, his dad comes in. Is it going to be the classic dad leaves and, and it's behind him or yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So dad comes in and is like, what's the matter there, Tiger? Oh, what oh, time is it? It's almost midnight. Well, good night. He goes to give his dad a hug. And it did he feel blood on the back? I think he saw he had like furry arms or Yeah, but I thought there I were like thought spikes. He, went, he went to hug him and yeah, and he noticed all the, the hair, but I thought he pulled his hand away to see blood, which oh, made me wonder if he had actually killed the the entire the family and came for him. 
last. See, I thought he had pricked his hand on quills. Yeah. Oh, that might that's that's what that what might be what too. it was. Okay. So dad leans back, and now you see he is he is the monster. He is yes. the he's the cutty black cutty, sow. Yeah, and he he it kind of it has. zooms in on his face, right? Like we see the kid's reaction, mm-hmm. and then it zooms in on his face, and then it's credits. Yeah, right. And his face gets close to the camera, and credits. Yeah. Great up. I, Great I, up. I really like really, it. Really, really strong up. The ending reveal of the monster, I wanted a little bit more. I think if just if the monster looked better and it's, yeah, it's I mean, a function of that this being is, cheap in 1988. Yeah, I was going to say that that is just reflective of this show yeah. and its meager budget. Yeah. Uh, but everything else was fine and I... I know they only showed the Cuddy Black Sow for maybe 15, 20 seconds mm-hmm. in the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish there was a way they could have approached it more like Bruce the Shark <laughs> and shown less of him or shown him in silhouette or something like that versus seeing that he essentially looked like a hairy Squidward. Even seeing, like, even seeing that it was his dad and his dad sits on the bed... And then you pull back and you see just from like, you know, shoulders down, you see the kid sort of slide the dad mask off and you see that, you know, oh, he's yeah. just like wearing dad's face or something. Yeah, or, uh, yeah I, like I would that. have even taken a very simple, he, the mask's yellow eyes light up. Yes. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, that, that you keep them all backlit. Yeah. And then the eyes yellow, the yellow yep. eyes of the mask. Some light teeth. Up. Yeah. I can yeah. I can I can go along with that. I did write down though that if this is the same costume as the village, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really did enjoy the episode. Yeah, I loved it. I, let's go to the writers' room, but I don't think we have much. Um, the, the so what I wanted to ask is: Has the dad been the cutty black sow the whole time, mm. or was he the cutty black sow when he came in? See, I thought, here's how I took it. I thought that the Cuddy Black Sow took the guise of the dad. That's what I thought, too. I thought, okay. yeah, some sort of magic that he can take the form of whatever he wants. Okay. Yep. And maybe maybe they discussed that when the grandmother was talking, but I... They didn't. I, I, yeah, they never I, did. Yeah. That was the leap that I made for the show. Right. Okay. Um, because what I was going to say was that would be how... The Cuddy Black Sow knew to go for Jamie because the grandma told him, you're the one in danger. If she did that in front of the dad and the dad was the Cuddy Black Sow the whole time, mm. w- th- this kind of brings up a-, a question of fate, right? It, mm-hmm. it brings up whether this was... I don't want to say a self-fulfilling prophecy, but if this was the way the night was going to go, no matter if uh, yeah. if he did the stones in the fireplace yeah. or not. Yeah, right. that's uh, that. Uh, that's kind of what got me thinking. Um, is, and why? Yeah. And why Jamie? Mm-hmm. And like, why was it Jamie's stone that came out of the fireplace? Mm-hmm. Right. Did Dad do that, or did the Cuddy Black Sow mm-hmm. do that? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, th- those are some of the questions I have. I don't mind having those questions. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that everything didn't get explained, and I'm, right. I'm glad that no, they left the mystery to it, which I liked. Uh, yeah, my my only problem was with the reaction 
it was literally the last 15 seconds of it. I wanted, yeah, I guess a little bit more tension mm-hmm. to be built because it was kind of like, oh, you have quills. I'm on the bed now. And pig mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. But again, it was such a great episode in every other aspect. It's completely forgivable. And yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe if there was something... Um, that like he did put the stone back in the fireplace and like maybe it's going to be okay and so you don't know if it's actually going to happen. They should or not. have they should yeah. have reduced the well I mean yeah they 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 could do the um calm before the storm where you you know yeah. you, do you de-escalate the tension just to bam. Right. But otherwise great up. Yeah, great up. It. Yeah. Uh give us a scale Jen. Uh how many nutty buddies would you give this episode scale of 1 to 10? 8 and, and a half. I, I would give it 9 and a half. I'd give it 9 and a half. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this is on the must watch. Yep. This is absolutely yep. a bam, crucial, bam, bam, bam. a crucial app. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. How many must watches are we at? Are we? I'm gonna have to go through and I, I think I, we're at four. Yeah. We're at four or five. Okay. And I think I said five. Yeah. I might have said ten. I might have been. I think you said. I think you said ten. Well, that was a fool's bet. <laughs> well, we still we have. Didn't know. Some episodes left. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Maybe There's... they're all this good. <laughs> mm, I highly doubt it. <laughs> Congratulations to this week's winner of the Dark Side Guest. Congratulations, Ryan Carpenter. You are the winner of the Dark Side Guest this week. Your use of the word were swine was well used. If you would like to participate in the Dark Side Guest, all you need to do is be following us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash T from the dark side. Instagram T from the dark side as well. You can follow us on Twitter at TFTDS pod. And you can email us at T from the dark side at gmail.com. We are coming to the close of the episodes, the season, the series. Hmm. You know, it might just be August. It might just be the first week of August. Mm hmm. We gotta start talking about Shocktober a little bit. We do. Oh God, is it already time to talk about Shocktober? It is. Jeez, Louise. Because I know that our dark siders out there are wondering. That's what I'm calling them now. Yeah, they're wondering, guys. What are you doing for October? What's happening with Shocktober? What's happening in Shocktober? Well, I can tell you for one thing. Number one with a bullet. The series finale transmissionies is the first week of October. Yes. So we're going to have to figure things out. We have not talked about this. This is a first time on mic. But we're going to have to have some uh, audience participation in in these transmissionies. So we're giving the early warning. Yep. Look to the sky. Look to the sky. (laughs) More to come. Mordecai. <laughs> That's it, the Mordecai. Mordecai. Look at the skies, yeah, Mordecai. Mordecai. <laughs> Guys, I forget anything else? Uh, try to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Yeah. Oh, try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellier Records. Follow us on Facebook.
Try to enjoy the daylight.